0: Two five six seventeen twenty nine, 5 And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 After Show.
1: Hey. Welcome. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing the first after show for Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. We do so many ABC shows. I... I'm actually Phil Svitek. I host the Revenge After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I am joined alongside ABC's Once Upon a Time AfterBuzz TV After Show host Tiana Hobson. Hello, everyone. That's right. And uh, other AfterBuzz TV shows on ABC that we do, Dancing with the Stars. That we do that on Wednesdays. Um, we also just wrapped our Happy Endings Preview Show, which is what this is. Yeah. We're here doing a Preview show for season two. Um, I will not actually be a regular host. I'm just kind of filling in. And uh, I'm, I'm almost going to be interviewing Tiana okay. about the show. Yeah. So we'll have some fun. And uh, we discovered that Marissa has, has actually seen just about 35% of season <laughs> one. Marissa, I have, yes. Marissa is in the booth. She's our engineer tonight. What's up, everyone? Um, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, let's start with this. Let's... Uh, what did you guys like about season one? Let's start there, and we'll kind of build to season two and what we expect to see and things like that.
2: Okay. Um, season one, I thought it was a funny show. Just, I mean, you know, when you have the B word in the title of your show,
1: I think you kind of have to have didn't, a character. Uh, here's the. Didn't it go through many name changes? Like it was yeah. just going to be Apartment Twenty Three. Yeah. Don't trust the bitch in Apartment Twenty. It went through yeah. several names. I think.
2: Changes. I think when they kind of had the GCB debacle where they had bitches and the good Christian bitches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they decided to drop using the B word and so they just went with the B but yeah, it went from don't trust the B to Apartment
1: 23 to just I mean, I gotta say, bee. I'm glad they went with the B. Um, I would have liked to see bitch but obviously can't, I mean, you yeah, know. It's sure ABC. You, it's ABC, but but at least like there's something more enticing, like don't trust the B in apartment 23 because like ooh, i gotta go see that versus like if i just saw apartment 23 yeah yeah
2: plus most of the time i mean uh, when you're talking about a friend or at least girlfriends usually it's like oh man this B right here like you don't use the whole word because you gotta get with it yeah you gotta get with it because <laughs> if you use the whole word then your friend might get mad at you because they might think you're serious but if you're like oh shut up B. okay then, then it's kind of okay
1: all right, so uh, so you were drawn to to the show by the name, and yeah. then and then obviously you stuck with it for I, what reason
2: um mostly Kristen Ritter, because I think that to play a bee on a show, you have to also be a likable bee, and I think yeah. that she does pull that off very well, like she comes off as not just a bee, but you can also see the vulnerable side in her In like little glimpses and hints of that that you see, and I think that she does a good job portraying a bee that's also a nice person.
1: And Marissa, what about you? I know you've only seen uh, thirty-five percent of the season, but what, what did you like about it, or you know, um, if you stopped, why did you stop? And I think it's more because you just didn't have time, rather than you didn't like it, right?
3: Yeah, more than I didn't have time. I watched the first two episodes, I believe. I liked it because it it seemed like a fast paced show, and it was non linear, which I like. Their um, you know their situations they start in the middle of the action, and then we go back and find out like how they got to the point in the episode so i like that dynamic and plus um kristen ritter she usually plays like fun free-spirited characters and that's always fun to watch i i think
1: all right, um well, for those of you listening and some of you are familiar with afterbuzz t v others of you are not, we recap episodes on a weekly basis, so every episode of um this show that comes out, we will be here recapping it um and more, not really recapping more, analyzing it and dissecting it and telling you our favorite parts and things that worked and and where we're seeing the show um uh, so the next question I want to ask. You're probably going to be bored of, but what what was the premise? Like, what was kind of episode to episode? What was the arcs? You know that you guys remember that you guys liked. Um, I really like the pilot episode when the roommates meet because you have
2: um, Chloe, who's played by Kristen Ritter, and um, she's kind of scheme running this scam. And and is it really?
1: Is does it fall on her shoulders? Kind of like it falls on Bryan Cranston from Breaking Bad, or is it kind of also an ensemble? But she just happens to be the main one.
2: Yeah, there's definitely an ensemble around her, but she's kind of the main focus because she is the bee and she's kind of one of those ki- those types of people that draws attention to herself and has to be the center of attention. So she has all these people around her who kind of keep her grounded to a certain extent. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, um, yeah, the pilot episode, um, she meets June and is trying to run this scam where, you know, she overcharges her for rent, mostly to pay her own bills and then tries to scare her off And make her move out before um, being there for a whole month so that she has her rent covered. And June kind of being a Midwestern girl, she thought our um, Kristen Ritter's character thought that she was just going to be able to kind of take advantage of her. And June turns out to be kind of a hard ass and was like, oh, no, if you're going to do this, then I'm going to sell all your furniture and get my money back. And I thought that was kind of a good way to start the show because it shows right off the bat that June's not going to be this pushover midwesterner who um Chloe kind of thinks
1: that she will be. Okay. And Marissa, what did it, uh, what did you like about the pilot?
3: Uh,
1: or a second episode?
3: <laughs> I, I like the pilot because these two characters, yes, they are ex- significantly different which I think like the nice foils to each other and they play well, um they play off well with each other and there's a nice balance there and I I like the dynamic between them because there's the obviously more crazy one and the more conservative one and you know that balance uh
2: is
1: fun to watch okay and so that's kind of the conflict for season one you would say mainly, mainly. like the the storyline a as they would say in hollywood
2: yeah i think that's the main thing it kind of reminds me of like a new age version of the odd couple Okay. Or, that was the title of that show, right? Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that was a show. Yeah. Hopefully
2: that's the one you mean. <laughs> yes, it was. That's the one I mean. It kind of is like that. You know, you have these two opposite people who are trying to live together and form some sort of friendship in
1: the outcome. All right. Um, and it... it do you guys relate to it because you're girls and kind of... I mean, did you grow up in cities and things like that and you had to share apartments? I mean, certainly in L.A., yeah. I, I'm going to make an assumption that you probably live in an apartment and have a roommate.
2: Yeah, I um, I grew up in the suburbs of L.A. And you just, did? Yeah. Okay. Just relocated down here. I live with my brother and his best friend. Okay. So I've got two roommates. My assumptions are terrible. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not that far off. I do have roommates and there is a... New dynamic that you have to kind of adjust to when living with someone. And I think that, especially for June's character on the show, she's I connected with her because she's 26 years old, just out of college, moving to New York City, thinks she has her life plan like all laid out, and then kind of gets hit with like this bomb that the job she thought she has doesn't work out. The company went under, she loses her apartment, ends up, you know, on the streets trying to find a new job, and that's how she ends up with Chloe.
1: Okay. And uh did it lend itself to kind of guest stars in the first season or no? Like what, did you see many?
2: You saw a few, but I think the biggest one is um James Vanderpeek. Okay. Peak. Sorry. Um he's um a regular on the series. He plays himself. Uh, exaggerated version of himself and i think it's funny because you know you have all the dawson's creek references clearly obviously that's what he's mostly known for so you know in having him playing himself it opens the door for a whole big chunk of 90s sitcom stars to come in and be in and out of his life just for that
1: here here's um the reason why i kind of wanted to ask that question um, is because I see a lot of with TV shows uh, uh, when they first get started, you know, they, they don't necessarily have a lot of guest stars because they're just getting started. They want to introduce A, the characters, B, you know, people may not know the show when so they may say no to it initially. Um, and then as the show builds, the biggest ca- case in point is probably like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you know, so that yeah. got popular and Danny DeVito then joined on and, you know, just kind of exploded from there. But um, I'm a, I'm wondering your take on uh, who some potential special guest could be for season two because, I, I again, I, I think that's that's part of the fun as any of these comedies really grow. That opens the door for that yeah. and it makes it all the more fun.
2: Definitely. Well, they've already had Dean Cain came on and played himself. Um, there's this whole arc with James Vanderbeek that um, he's going to be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars.
1: Okay, so that's ABC,
2: yeah. So, (laughs) so that opened the door to bring in a lot of other people. So, I mean, I hope to see some of the actual people who competed on Dancing with the Stars, like maybe um, Steve Urkel, um, Jaleel White could come through. You know, because he was from the '90s as well. Um, I'd love to see. Oh, um, Mark Paul Gosler from um, Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. He's going to be on um, the. Zach Morris. You might know him as...
1: Most people don't know him by his (laughs) actual name, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, Zach Morris will be um, guest-starring this season, along with Frankie Munoz
1: um, from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll be on.
2: Yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Munez. Munez. I can say it right one of these days. (laughs) Um, Who else has been on? Um, Michael Landis came on and played himself in an episode last season I wasn't quite sure what I knew him from when I saw him but I knew the name when I saw him
1: well uh there's of course John Landis who's a legend in comedy mm-hmm. um Michael Landis I'm drawing a blank Marissa can you help me out Michael Landis
3: I will definitely look that I up I should pr- probably <laughs>
1: know who he is I know Ma- I know I know obviously again John Landis is a legend yeah um then there I actually know his son Max Landis yeah, oh, okay. he did uh he wrote for the Chronicle movie um and then marissa i know is doing research right yeah. now thank you marissa um okay so that's that's kind of the people let's see from the, if i had to pick a contestant from dancing with the stars that would be funny um let's see who would be funny from uh, uh donald driver would actually be fun i think yeah. he, would have, he has a fun personality yeah Kind of a little bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or Roshan Fagan's actually fun. I like that kid.
3: Yeah. All right. Michael Landis, he was uh, in, he played Jimmy Olsen in the Lois and Clark New Adventures of Oh, so okay.
1: So, so we're, you, we're drawing back, back to, to yeah. Dean Kane? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Excellent. Back to the 90s. Back to the 90s. With Dean Kane. Wasn't
3: that long ago, right? The 90s? Oh, it was so long. I
1: can't <laughs> believe it we getting old. Think
3: King's making a lot of appearances on different shows. He was recently in Criminal Minds now in Apartments...
1: And he was on The Choice. 20, My favorite, <laughs> yeah. The Choice.
3: That's true. And he was also in Stars and Stripes, whatever that new reality show was. Oh, was that when
2: the celebrities had to, like... It was like a survivor, but for yeah. celebrities? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. All right, so there you have it. Uh, before we move any further, I want to kind of tell you guys... You know, how how things work here at after Bus TV. We are super fans first and foremost. Well, I'm a super fan, just I've never seen this show. And again, I will not be hosting it for the rest of the season. Um, we have an amazing co-host that will be coming in uh, to join Tiana. Um, again, I am not one of them. But well, we, we do this every week, and we do it for the love. And we really want to connect with you guys as fans and to really build a community. So we kind of give you our opinion right after we watch the show, which we watch, you know... Uh, We kind of watch it live when it airs, and then we go up right after. And so part of the deal is we, um, again, we initiate the conversation, but we would like to continue it by you guys um, telling us what you guys think. And the best way to do that is, um, as you're probably doing right now, you're on iTunes because that's where you download it. So rate and comment while you're there. Let us know um, what you're thinking about the show. Uh, You know, A, guess what? We may be doing amazingly. But you want to hear some more opinions about Storyline B or Storyline, whatever whatever direction you guys kind of want us to go in, let us know and we will. Um, that's kind of the cool part here at After Buzz TV. We really, we really listen. Um, so let us know what you guys like because we'll continue doing that. If there's improvements, of course we'll listen. But it doesn't happen unless you let us know. So rate and comment on iTunes um, and we appreciate it. And the other thing that really, really helps, um, and you guys, um, for those of you who are returning After Buzzers, have really done this in the past so you guys i love how you guys embody the spirit but really tell a friend and spread the word it's uh it's the easiest way to um i mean why wouldn't you want to do it if you're a fan of the show you know, then that only enhances your conversation with people because then you're like, you know, I remember them saying this on the After Buzz TV show. And, and again, it just engages your friends on a different level because now you have another frame of reference.
2: Yeah. Plus, if you tell a friend, then you'll have someone else to talk to about it.
1: That's right. You won't
2: just be talking to yourself.
1: That's oh. right. Building a community. Yeah. Here. I like that. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we talked about special guests, but I want to talk about what you kind of expect. perhaps the season arc to be or just like random fun moments that you love to see in the second season or just even expectations in general
2: okay um season two there is one episode arc in season one where chloe dates or no i'm sorry that june dates chloe's dad um she was unaware at the time but chloe did set them up so i'd like to see chloe's dad come back around because i think they really had something there but Clearly, the age difference and the fact that it was her roommate's dad kind of scared her away from that mm-hmm. a little bit. So I think that would be a fun arc to kind of go down or just kind of seeing more in the life of James's character. Because he is, I mean, he was around, but he wasn't really in their lives that much. So I'd like to see him in the, really in there a lot more this season. Okay. I think that could bring some crazy things like, you know, parties that they'd go to. Or just random celebrity, well,
1: like so celebrities. Well, there, that's how you tie. That's how you tie in special guests. Yeah, exactly.
2: So I think that could be a lot of fun for the two girls to kind of be out and about and living a Hollywood lifestyle.
1: All right. All right. Um, well, I unfortunately, <laughs> I have expectations. I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I'm glad we're doing this as an after show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other kind of comedy that we're doing from ABC is uh, Happy Endings. And I really like kind of building our, our ties and bonds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the nice part is because we're building that, um, it promises to yield special guests, like Happy Endings, um, all the writers and, and in fact, Many of the actors as well, they want to come into the after show, and so oh. that's part of our thing here. Is we will um, work extremely hard to get you guys guests. the o- The only ca- caveat is it's sometimes hard with people scheduling. That's yeah. the only reason that ninety nine point nine percent of the time, the reason why we, we can't get guests is because of scheduling. Yeah, because they they are working still. Yeah, that's the biggest issue. Um, and depending on, I don't know what it is like with uh, with this show, but for Happy Endings, for example, they tape at night. And so since we tape at night, it it doesn't (laughs) yield great results. But ironically, we've had them come in multiple times for happy endings. And so we expect something.
2: Yeah. And I also like that ABC is putting these two our happy endings in Apartment 23 back to back. Because I think they're both kind of sleeper comedies that people know about and people watch. But... They don't have, like, the hugest ratings yet, but I think they're both really, really great comedies, so I hope that this works out, this block
1: uh, of... And I think, you know, obviously, uh, Happy Endings is hitting season three. Yeah. Um, And oh, actually, a- after both got me into it, so they did their job, they told a friend, which was me, and I really got into it. And I think that's kind of... Ironically, I think that's the story of Happy Endings. It grew from because of the tell-a-friend mentality. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think part... I think uh, I really like that. Don't trust the Be in Apartment Twenty Three is continuing to second season. I think it will hit its really nice stride.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm going to say season three, but that doesn't mean that you know season two numbers will you know. I think they'll be great, and it's only going to continue to grow, which you know. Yeah, uh, and I love the ABC.
3: And you know what? I just found out that um, for those who may not have listened to the last after show, we just did the preview for Happy Endings for the season three. That um, if you don't know,
0: spoiler alert.
3: Um, I I just found out in the Happy Endings that they may actually. I think they're planning on trying to do a crossover episode from uh, Happy Endings to Apartment Twenty Three. I guess they. I guess at the end of the Happy Endings episode, they're making a. Comment about James Vanderbeek and where he's at, and then they're going to lead into the Apartment Twenty Three episode, and we see James Vander Vanderbeek is in that episode. So it's just that whole tie-in with the crossover, I think that should be interesting to watch and look okay, out for. It. Yeah, I like that idea.
1: Nice spoiler. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, well, unless you have any other kind of expectations, uh, that kind of round. I mean, yeah. I, again, I don't, I don't have anything else to add. But. Um, What's nice is we'll be back here every week. Yes, we will. Uh, well, I will. You will. <laughs> yeah, I'll we as, be We, it. as the collective AfterBuzz <laughs> and hopefully you, as the collective uh, viewership. Yes. Um, so, on behalf of myself, uh, follow on After Buzz TV. Oh. Or if you like Revenge, uh, listen to me on Revenge. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of fans, a lot of ABC fans. Yeah, ABC is a good network. And uh, so so listen to that. But you can, of course, listen to Tiana every week here on Don't Trust the Be in Apartment 23 and on Once Upon a Time. But where can they chat with you in the meantime if they want to kind of just get to know you better or talk about the show with you on Twitter?
2: All right. On Twitter, you can find me at TweetT22, T-W-E-E-T-E-E-2-2.
1: And uh, Marissa herself also hosts the ABC's Once Upon a yeah. Time Afterbus TV after show. Yes and you can tweet
3: her yes. at I am at Marissa Movies, that's M A R I S A movies on Twitter. And you can also find Tiana and myself on our Once Upon a Time after show here. Yes.
1: There you go. We're just making all the plugs. But um <laughs> again, I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was it was more to uh salvate your mouth, you know, for the show because we're I actually, I'm, even though I've never seen the show, I'm now actually excited. And, you know, hopefully I'll have time to uh, to watch these episodes. But I'm excited about it. So hopefully you guys are, too. And uh, be here for this. Yes. Season premiere. It promises to be good. Yeah. See
0: you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.